Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And let's go live to AccuWeather's world headquarters. We have our super meteorologist. Who do we have? (laughs) Joe, I'm sorry. That's okay, Larry. Good morning. (laughs) I'm so used to saying Dean DeVore, it's kind of like uh, Pavlov's dog. But uh, what's going on, my man? We had that nasty storm Friday night, and that produced a lot of snow, a lot more than we've been used to. I guess that's, what, probably the second highest snow totals for some people around this region. Yeah, I mean, uh, three, four, five inches of snow, in some places even more than that. That's going to be a very distant memory in a couple of days. Like tomorrow, we're going to 50. And then we're going to be in the mid-50s on Wednesday and 50s still Thursday before we finally get a a cool down to begin on Friday. And it looks like a pretty chilly start to the weekend before it gets mild again next week. Yeah. Oh, next week? as We're already getting ready to close out February. Yeah, that's right. And it's right now we're, what, running 8 degrees above normal. Only had about a third of an inch of precip. It's not going to be a very wet month, and it's going to be way above normal. And it looks like the beginning of March is also going to be pretty doggone mild around here. All right. We appreciate the update, but before you go, do you see any big storms in the offing? If you're talking about snow, forget about it. I don't see it at all. I think the next two storms that will affect our area, one probably Thursday, Thursday night's rain, and then one next week, probably middle of next week, that's going to be rain too. All right, Joe, appreciate it. Thanks for the update. You're welcome. Meteorologist Joe Lumberg at AccuWeather's World Headquarters. Coming up, some details about this construction that's starting today. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin is having some medical concerns. Pneumonia, one of the issues. And uh, he's checked in with us this morning and hoping he gets back. ASAP will keep you posted, too. Uh, And he's posted some videos. And if you want to check them out and get Marty and Facebook on X, and you can go to kdkradio.com. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you. Meanwhile, I promised an update on, you heard Brandon Rossi mention, 9 a.m. McKnight Road. This is a long-awaited project. Our news editor, Pat Septak, you've been talking about this for weeks, the buildup, and they kept postponing it, right? Yes, yes, you're right on that. Um, because what's happening with, with, with this project, they're going to be doing most of the work overnight. And they were supposed to start this a couple weeks ago, but what happened was with the weather, even though we had those warm days, overnight the temperature dipped and it was too too cold for them to do the work. So. Well, now, I mean, it's 22 <laughs> degrees now, so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. How are I, they getting around that? I don't know how, how, how 
you know what the, what their parameters are on this as far as, as the weather. But uh, but this is a big one. It, it's a twenty five million dollar project. Uh, they haven't done any major work on that road uh, for the last fifteen years. So has it been that long? Yes. Now I live out that way. I travel that way a lot. Yeah. Uh, and that's the major artery north outside of 79. People coming out of the city because you got that strip yes. of all the businesses. Once you come over the hill from the city, it looks like a landing strip, you know? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So this is going to take a while, though. It is. Yeah. It, it's going to take, uh, I think, until summer of 2025. So, so it's going to be a while. Um, but uh, they did say that they're gonna have they're gonna do uh, the work with the the residents and the businesses and the uh, motorists in mind. Uh, they're gonna keep all that in mind. So they're going to do most of it overnight. Uh, this is gonna take place roughly from Venture Street, uh, south of where McKnight Road connects with Route 279. Right, and uh, then going all the way up to past Ross Park Mall. Oh, to wow. Perrymont Street near near Peebles. That's that's a pretty long stretch. That's basically the heart of the whole stretch. Yes, it is. McNightmare. Yeah. McNightmare Road. Absolutely. <laughs> McNightmare Road, yeah. yeah. I was I mentioned that Jack Bogut used to talk about that years ago right yeah. here in the morning show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um it's gonna include paving work, drainage work, guide rail work. Uh, signal work. They're going to rebuild uh, some of the the median barriers. Uh, they're going to be replacing some of the the concrete uh, curbs and uh, and the overlays on the bridges. So they're going to start off with the uh, the easy stuff. So um, they're going to work on the drainage pipes uh, starting tonight. So um, so some single lane while they're doing that. Yes, yes. So obviously expect delays. Um, they're not going to be closing McKnight Road at all uh, during this project, so that's a good thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, of course, there's going to be some lane restrictions as, as time goes on. Um, uh, the impact on, on uh, drivers will be minimal, but there, there will be some delays, without a doubt. <laughs> all right, that's a major thoroughfare. Major, yep. All right, Pat, thanks for the all update. Right, sure. And, uh, by the way, Pat. Yes. Uh, Two Fridays, we've got our. This is KDKA really close, isn't it? <laughs> variety uh, feed the need variety show. Yeah, yeah. And you're leading us off again. Yeah, I've I've, I've been working on my songs. Don't tell me. I'm I not. Want, I want I'm it to not. be a surprise. It is going to be a surprise. Go to oakstheater.com, by the way, get your tickets, and all the proceeds go to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Big success last year, and appreciate you and all our colleagues. We're going to participate. I know it's so much fun, and like you said, it's 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 for a great cause, uh, going to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. So, I, I'm 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 really ha happy to be a part of it. Daphne uh, messaged us; she's going to be in the front <laughs> row. So, you, it would be great to see Daphne there. Well, we'll I, see. I think we should reserve a seat for her in the front row. That's Friday, March first, seven thirty. <laughs> Go to KDKRadio.com or again OaksTheater.com. Get your tickets now. Thanks, Pat. All right. I believe the connection between me and Pittsburgh started a long time ago, and I always believe in God, and I always believe in higher power, and I always believe whatever we wish for, it's going to happen. When I was young, I was watching the TV, and there was one guy totally dominating the game, and he was better than the rest of them, and 
Since that game, he became my idol, and uh, I wanted to be like him. I make a wish. I wish one day we play together. Yes, it was Mario Lemieux. Yarmer Yager yesterday at PPG Paints Arena during the retirement of his jersey ceremony, and he was speaking when he was speaking about Mario. He was just to his right, seated with members of that team. Colin Dunlap's with me. And he'll be on 10 to 2. Colin, you watched it. I saw it with your daughter. Posted. Yeah. She, she, my whole family, we stopped. But my daughter, she has a Yager jersey. She's, she was, they were born in uh, 2011, my, our twins were. And so think about that. Like, Yager was. That was the year he left. Right. Was long, like long gone. So he was here from 90. They drafted him and then played 11 seasons with the Penguins. And then once he left to go to Philly, kind of created a little riff with some fans but I think that's all been forgiven long ago right so but it's and so she could have one penguins jersey and she wanted a she used to have a Latang one then she wanted a new one and she got a Yager one and again he was long gone by the time they were born and this was her choice her choice 100 percent her choice which shows that flair sells and transcends you know like it's it doesn't it, you look back on somebody and it's like okay case in point 15 years from now i still think people will want a palomalu steelers jersey even if they never saw him play yeah he's one of those that resonates and he's still in demand in right. many circles yeah you're right and so that's what it was and then he i'll say it was one of the best speeches in pittsburgh sports history i thought it was fantastic it was almost 12 minutes long but it didn't get boring no. It, when he went to his pocket and said, well, bear with me, and then started naming names, I thought it was going to get boring, but it got better. Right. And he looked over at the guys, and they all had dinner the night before, and Yarmir has been through all weekend many, many different renditions of thanks. And, of course, he skated on Saturday. Right. And then he came out in warm-ups uh, yesterday, skated with the team, and yes. then a bunch of them had the mullet wigs on, mm -hmm. as did many fans. Until they dropped the puck, I still thought maybe he was going to play. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I, I we could have used him last night. Did you Did you feel that? Like until the game officially started, I still thought there's a glimmer of hope he might actually be penciled into the lineup. It wouldn't have hurt. I think he can still play. Obviously, he still plays in the team he owns in his home country, but. The, the game ended, unfortunately, I was watching the game. It's one nothing deep into the third period. They tie it. The Kings shortly thereafter take the lead and, and put a nail in the game. That was the only bummer of the afternoon and evening. Well, yeah, it was. I, I think, though, like, I'm in the sweet spot of all of this, though. I was born in 1976, so think about it. In 1991 and 1992, hockey was still – it still is to some degree, but it was definitely still – like a niche sport, right? So do the math of how old I was. I was born the last week of 1976, a couple of the last weeks of 1976. So I'm, what, 14 at the time, you know, when it when it's first starts right. get going? It, and then the most consequential hockey games, when you're going good, they're played when it's warm out. So, you know, think about it that way. Like school's starting to end, the playoffs happen, you're getting into that time of year. And I remember just going straight from the Little League baseball field to your hockey game. And it's nice out. And people are having those, 
like projection TVs outside in someone's backyard or you're gathering somewhere. And Mario and Yager and Paul Coffey and Loney and Barrasso and Alf and Shell Samuelson and all those guys that were there, that was our team because it was kind of, for my generation, the first team we rallied around. We were too young for the 79 Steelers and Pirates. Both teams kind of stunk through the 80s. The Pirates, the Steelers were terrible. They couldn't find a quarterback, and they really hadn't been good yet through, you know, yeah. in through the early 90s. They weren't all that good yet. The Pirates were just on the same timeline as the Penguins because they were going to get good like a year later with Bonds and, and Benia and those guys and Van Slyke. So we really rallied around that team. And plus, hockey was, in a sense, like a novelty. We played street hockey, but not a lot of kids played ice hockey. But that made a lot of kids start to play ice hockey. And you forgot, maybe some did anyway, how good Yarmer Yager really was. I mean, this isn't just hyperbole. That guy was insanely talented. Another thing, too, it was one of our first, and maybe like people don't understand this because there wasn't the internet. So we just had television. It was one of our first introductions to a European local athlete. There just weren't any. And he left here. He went to, uh, he played for the Capitals, Rangers, Flyers, Dallas Stars, Bruins, Devils, Panthers, and Calgary Flames. But he says he'll always think of himself as a Pittsburgh Penguin. Of course, the fans there love that. It was a great Oh, it was. I just, I think, like, again, I'm right in the sweet spot, and people, more so than the hockey player, people that didn't live it don't understand the cult hero status that he was around town, and there wasn't an internet. Like, you had to watch TV or see him live. And he was a little anxious at first about coming to Pittsburgh, concerned about the reception he might receive. Right. I think that quickly faded once he got here. Oh, real quick before I know you got to get to traffic, but something that I think you can appreciate, I thought the Penguins did a great job to make sure to get the John Barbaro highlight in there because that's like that that resonated with us too. John as, is the late public address announcer before Ryan Mill and uh he was there for like 30 years. And was great. And, and was there for a lot of bad hockey before Mario came and saved the team. I was at a game in a February before Mario was drafted, mm-hmm. there were 1,800 people in the building to see the Washington Capitals. 1,800. Think about that. Colin Dunlap, 10 to 2. Thank you, Colin. Yes, sir. On this President's Day, it's time for our weekly visit with Brian Caranta, Secure Money Advisors. Everything you need to know about estate and retirement planning. Happy holidays, Brian. Yeah, happy holidays to you. Good to talk to you today. I want to start with a question that a lot of people probably feel like they're gambling. Anytime they look at financial planning that goes into retirement or any time, and that is why it's important to think like a pensioner and not like a gambler. For those that don't know, what's a pensioner? Well, do you remember the days of the pension? I mean, gosh, I can go back to when my grandfather had a Kirby vacuum store. Remember Kirby vacuum? Yes, Kirby? yes. Uh, so, and 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 he had a pension, and I remember at the time that my grandfather had that store, and he was getting closer to retirement. They would go to retirement parties. Some of my grandmother would go to retirement parties all the time, because back then, whether you were retiring from the post office or a corporation or from a steel mill, you knew exactly the date in which you were going to be able to retire. And then somewhere around 1978, 
Congress passed a bill that allowed companies to start offering 401ks. Well, it didn't take long for these companies to realize that it was a lot cheaper to provide a 401k than it was to have to carry this legacy cost of having this pension payment that they've got to make to an employee for the rest of their lives. And by the way, most pensions were set up that if you died, your spouse would continue to get that money. But today we've got this 401k. And if you look at almost every 401k out there, Larry, they're all invested in the stock market. And as long as the stock market's going up, we've got nothing to worry about. But we can't be a pensioner with something that goes up in value all the time. And we have no idea what the rate of return is going to be. We have no idea what the future balance is going to be. So when I say think like a pensioner, what I'm talking about is taking a portion of your money and creating your own private pension. Because the thing that's going to make us the happiest in retirement is to wake up and Every week we go out to the mailbox, there's what I call mailbox money in there waiting for us to go deposit into the bank. That's what being a pensioner is today. Well, it's so important because you're right. I remember as a young man, our neighbor worked for a hardware company for 50 years and they went belly up and his pension evaporated and he ended up with no money. So when the 401k came in, I thought I'd rather be in control of my future and not leave it to a company and have a similar fate. But the truth lies somewhere in between. Well, I couldn't agree with you more because the downside behind the pension, and we saw this happen a lot in Pittsburgh, was people that had thought they had a pension come to find out that they didn't have a pension because it didn't exist. I mean, U.S. Airways, LTV Steel. I mean, we can go on and on. Campbell's you know, Canning Company, which became a you know, a, a national story about, and it changed the pension laws, but pensions, there's many pensions that people thought they had that they didn't have because they weren't funded correctly. So I agree with you. It's somewhere in the middle. I like the idea of the 401k because it puts you in control of saving your money. It's your money. You don't have to worry about the company doing something with that money that they used to be able to do with the pensions. But you can take some of that 401k money, and this is what we teach people how to do, and this is what I write about in my book, Right Track Your Retirement, is you can take a portion of that money and you can create and buy your own personal pension through the use of an income annuity. And when you have two buckets of money, one that generates income, that's a private pension, and then you still have money that's invested in the stock market, now the money that's in the stock market truly has the time to grow and absorb the ups and downs and the volatility that you're gonna see regardless. The market's always gonna do that. So it's a better way of thinking. And again, if you go to righttrackpittsburgh.com, uh, you can get a copy of my book. It's chapter two, Larry, where I write about think like a pensioner, not a gambler, and will you have enough to stay retired? And I write all about it of how to do it. Great information, righttrackpittsburgh.com. Ryan Caranta with Secure Money Advisors. Great info. And we'll talk to you next Monday. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Larry. Talk to you next Monday. Have a great week. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin on medical leave right now. And thinking about Marty, he's got pneumonia and checking him out. So we'll keep you posted. You can always go to get Marty. He's uh, sent me some texts and updates and appreciates all the people who have expressed concern. And one of our good friends, he's been a great friend and 
dedicated listener to is Dr. Kevin Wong. Doc, how are you doing this morning? Oh, great in, in many ways, but sad at the very end of the game, but it was a, a great day for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I thought, first of all, the Penguin organization did an incredible job of setting this all up, and you're a, a Penguin season ticket holder, so you were there. It must have been really magical to be in PPG Paints Arena yesterday. It, it was an incredible event. I mean, they, as everybody said, have done it. They did it right. Every aspect, they did it right. With social media, you showed him all over town. They had a special event Friday night. They showed him at the Penguins uh, practice arena with the players. But last night on top of it, besides having all the old players there, except a few, uh, they actually did the pregame warm-ups all in Yager jerseys and whirling mullet wigs. Yeah, and, he, and, and, and he came and out, he came right? Out, yeah. And he came out to practice with them pre- before the game. So it was absolutely, absolutely incredible all the way around. Then you have the video snippets of before he went on the ice with he and Mario in the hallway saying, if it was going to be this much, he said, I might not have come. Yeah, he was. So very... he and Mario had a nice interaction, which was nice because there was always that, that question about the animosity when he left. But I mean, they were just gapping like normal friends. And it was great to see. And even Mario asked him, he said, how long's your speech? And, and Yager goes, oh, three, four minutes. Turned out to be 12 minutes, but Colin Dunlap and I were talking. It didn't seem like, in fact, it got better as it went on. And and I think for a lot of people, we never really knew the personality of Yarmir, but he really expressed it yesterday. And here's just a little clip when he thanked his girlfriend. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember. I played in Pittsburgh, but I... <laughs> I told her all the stories, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I thought he showed a, a really wonderful sense of humor, too, and he seemed truly humbled and find, come to find he's a spiritual man as well. Yeah, he, I mean, when he came, he was different. He was not the mold of the Canadian conservative player like Mario. They all came, and they usually stayed with the family for one or two years until they got their wings settled. He came, stayed one year with a Czech family, and then after that, thank goodness his mom came because uh, who knows what other trouble he would have got into because he's got so many speeding tickets and, and times they could even catch him speeding on the Parkway East. So he oh, was a wild child. Yeah, he was. And they showed that in the video where he bought a sports car and uh, they asked him, how fast does it go? And he said, 120 miles an hour. And then they were talking about opening the glove compartment. Phil Bork was saying it was stacked with uh, speeding tickets. But... He was 18 when he came to this country and this team. And to your point again, he did not know the language. So they brought in Yari Herdina, a fellow countryman who was able to help him initially and then having his mom in there. And his first roommate was seven-time Stanley Cup champion yep. Brian Trottier. Yeah, it was just incredible. They, they, they know how to do that in the NHL to, to help um, stabilize the rookies coming in. They use common sense, and they've always had a family mentality in the NHL. What a so memorable it, it day. What a great, great day. And by the way, we're going to talk to Brian Trotsky right after the news at 9, and we're going to talk to the man that drafted him, Hall of Famer uh-huh. Craig Patrick, right after the news at 8. Dr. Kevin Wong, appreciate your time, Doc. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. And here's how Yarmer Yager closed out his speech yesterday at PPG Paints. I gotta say thanks to my dad, and he passed away last year, but I know he's watching. He's watching from heaven. Thank you, my, thank you, dad. 
He never played hockey, but you know everything he said, it was right. He was right on, and I thank you, thank you for everything. And my mom, and you know she she moved from Czech when I was 19 to U.S. She was here for 10 years, and you know I want to say thank you for everything you did for me. I really appreciate it. So good night, enjoy the game, and I love you. I thank you guys, everybody. And shortly after, they raised number 68 to the roof. What a day and what a night for all Penguins fans. It was special. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.